We are live from the dark hole where these intros get written. Ah, uh, this <laughs> is Super Gamecast 2. I am your host, Bronson Fiore, joined by the HR Ninja, Mr. Jesse Pewitt. Hello, good morning. And the wielder of the Banhammer and our mod mommy, Emily Holslander. Oh, we got a lot to talk about today. Yeah, it was a fucking busy, it was a busy, busy fucking week. Like, big time. It was a busy fucking week, in a big, big way. Um, so, uh, you know, like, yeah, like, I actually had to cut some stories that, that, like, I wanted to really do this week, just because I was like, alright, we need to... If unless you want this to be a four-hour show, right? Um, <laughs> all right. So anyway, how you guys been? How how was your week? You know, ten thirty normally doesn't feel early to me, but today it feels very early. No, no, <laughs> uh, I I feel that, bro. <laughs> like, uh, let me tell you. Uh, I went to bed at two twenty ish last night, and the smoke already has been just messing with mm-hmm. me horribly. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! I've been like just a lethargic, <laughs> asthmatic piece of shit all week. So here we are. But uh, yeah, we're here to talk about video games. Sure are. That's uh. <laughs> Let's dive into that chaos. <laughs> that that, re- that reaction says everything about today. <laughs> Every little thing about today. Oh, After the show, God. it's gonna it's gonna be a lazy Sunday. Oh yeah, no, I I made no plans today. I'm gonna like take a nap and then play World of Warcraft. That's that's the game plan. That sounds like, uh, a good sounds like time. what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Uh, so, but, uh, to start the news off, hey, everybody, Nintendo had a direct this week, a really... I actually just watched it this morning. It was a big one. Yeah, so, I... yeah, it, was, it was pretty good. They, they, they went was... fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, they did. Um, I, I'm gonna say, like, much. right now, if you, if you are a fighting game fan or a JRPG fan, this week has been good. So very, I'm gonna start from the good. bottom of this article that I pulled on uh, from the fine folks over at Polygon. Uh, so first thing is Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. Uh, that's a thing. So if y'all want your 2D older school Kirby, here you go. It's happening. Uh, it looks great. Uh, Fall Guy season two is coming to Switch. Uh, Three days ago, as of the recording of this podcast. Surprising no one. Uh, Disney Speedstorm, Lego Brick Tales, Romancing Saga Minstrel Remastered. A lot uh, of people are excited for that one. Yeah, like, the, I, I'm kind of just doing the quick hits for the, like, for stuff that isn't, like, you huge. know, huge or yeah. moderately huge. Uh, Life is Strange, Arcadia Bay Collection is coming to Switch, and I'm like, man... Those games are not gonna run well on that system. No, they will not. They didn't run well on the PS4, so <laughs> gonna gonna run better on the Switch. 
Yeah, obviously. You know. They didn't run great on the more powerful systems, so <laughs> obviously the Switch version will run even better. Absolutely. Uh, Tales of Symphonia is getting fucking remastered. That's awesome. Finally, as long as it looks better than the what, PS3 version that was locked yeah, at 30 FPS, then yeah, whatever, that was, it's fine. That was really bad. That was Symphonia really bad. was a lot of people's introduction to the Tales series, so it's, that was, it's it was about mine. time. It was mine. It was mine. Uh, I, w- I would love a Skies of Arcadia port. Yes, yeah. please. Please, so. Sega. Um, Endless Dungeon is a thing, uh, but who the fuck cares about that? When you have fucking Radiant Silver Gun, the shoot 'em up being released on Switch on fucking Tuesday. I am so excited for that. It's such a good game. I, I-, I love Radiant Silver Gun. I'm just curious how much it's going to cost. Forty bucks. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I just guess. Uh, uh, okay, I was gonna say, ooh, that's expensive for a shmup. That's pricey. I don't know how much is Ikaruga on Switch right now. Um, I want to say. Like I bet. $20. I bet it would be ten to twenty dollars more than whatever Ikaruga's up there for. Uh, yeah, because I bought Ikaruga on Switch when it was on sale, and oh, it's fifteen bucks. Yeah, right, I would. I would guess twenty-five to thirty bucks. You know what? I uh, let me see if their website has it up yet. Uh, it does not. Damn. Well, we'll find out on Tuesday when you listen oh, to this. Twenty podcast. bucks. Oh, huh. It'll be twenty dollars according to Gamatsu. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Twenty dollars that game? That's perfect. Yeah, worth. Uh, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. That uh, Crisis Core remake. Uh, hell yes. Loved Crisis Core. Uh, for a while, mm-hmm. it was the only good modern Final Fantasy after 10. Hmm. In my opinion. I don't care I for 13. I don't care for 15. I don't count the MMOs. So, yeah. Um, Sifu coming to Switch. Uh, that seems weird, but cool. I saw that, I was like, really? That That's a really good game. It's a great game. Um, balls to the walls hard, but, you know. Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, there's that. Uh, how about something that no one would want or ask for? All the Nintendo, uh, all the Resident Evils. Uh, from 7 to Resident Evil 3 are coming to Nintendo Switch via the cloud this year. Oh, good. Yeah. Mm, I, I love it. was coming to Switch via cloud. Uh, I believe that's happening too. Which, yeah. I mean, that's totally the way I love playing those games. Mm-hmm. Nothing says, man, awesome, cool, dark game like when all the darkness is like super bit crushed. Right? Super good. <laughs> or when those controls are super tight. Yeah. They're not you're, loud. You're playing over <laughs> over whatever your latency window is. Like. Oh my god. You want to talk about uh, oh holy shit. You want to talk about so I, like, I have thousand up thousand down connection mm-hmm. and even on that there's still you can there's still lag you can notice. Like, like, dude, if thousand up, thousand down ain't cutting it, like, wh- th- th- ooh, like, it, th- yep. 
bad times ahead. You uh, got problems. So so yeah. Um Yeah, well, up the, they keep doing these cloud versions on Switch, so someone's got to be buying it. Yep. Um I guess if all you have is a Switch and it is your only way. Yeah. Uh most important game here, hey, Bayonetta 3, it got a, it got a trailer. Uh, you know, so it looks great. Like, really great. Like, it looks really good. <laughs> uh, I picked up Bayonetta 2 on the Switch yesterday. I have nice. bought I bought that that double pack right when it came out. I will say it looks like they fixed those frame rate issues that the earlier trailers had. At least looks good. Oh, really? Yeah, so... That's a big win for them, because that game needs to be buttery smooth. Uh, Harvest Tella put out a demo. Speaking I'm of, very uh, excited for this JRPGs. game. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Harvest Moon meets Final Fantasy M there. Uh, Just Dance got a trailer. Another trailer. Eh. Uh, you want to talk about some out-of-nowhere announcements? Um, Pikmin 4. That kind of just yeah, that, that was announced. That happened. Yeah, they're just like, oh, by the way, we have Pikmin Four here. They barely showed anything. Year, I think is what they said. They said 2023, no gameplay. Yeah. But he said Switch. I would imagine makes... late 23. Yeah, based Switch... on what, on that trailer alone. I yes, the fact that they just did the tiniest of teases. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, exactly. Uh, no gameplay was shown, but designer Shigeru Miyamoto says Switch makes controlling the Pikmin simpler. So maybe they'll mm -hmm. use something to do with that touchscreen. Yeah, or maybe the motion controls you use. You use the button controls control Olimar, whoever the main character is in this one, and then you use motion controls to direct the Pikmin. Maybe. Uh, golf is coming to Nintendo Switch Forts and uh, online for eight players. This is now planned for holiday of this year instead of fall like it was. Yeah, that's okay. I'll still I'll still download that update. I'm super excited. I'd like I don't know when I became enamored with golf games, but uh, at some point it happened. Probably it's, with it's, Mario Golf on the GBA. It's or it's Game when, Boy Color. It's when you became an old man. That's when. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. That too. Uh, but like Mario Golf, the the PGA 2K22 game, I freaking loved. Um, I'm playing Curse to Golf, which is a roguelike, roguelike golfing game, which is kind of weird, but... Um, you play Golf Story? It, I have not played Golf Story. You, you should play the Golf Story. It's a, it's a golfing RPG. Everybody's Golf? Um, okay. Alright. Oh, it's only 15 bucks. I'll pick that up. Yeah, Golf Story I've heard a lot of good shit about, so... Um, Mario Kart, it's DLC... Thing continues. Uh, Wave three is out this year. Mary Mountains from Mario Kart Tour. Peach Gardens from Mario Kart DS. Um, Mario Strikers is getting Pauline and Diddy Kong for free and a new stadium for free. Factorio coming out. Uh, they went real hard on Nintendo sixty four games. Mm -hmm. uh, Pilot Wing sixty four. Pilot Wings 64, Mario Party 1 through 3, Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2, 1080 Snowboarding, and Excite by 64 are all coming in the future. The first three are coming in 2022, with the rest launching next year. 
Um, so with this, and they all have online play, which what that tells me uh, is we need to do. We finally need to do that series, Mario Party Party. Yes. Which, for those of you who don't know what Mario Party Party is, that is 50 turns of Mario Party. Oh, that is a it's an all-day event. All-day event. Four-hour-long game of Mario Party. It is miserable. It is <laughs> not fun. It is a test of endurance and your friendships. Um, Make sure you're hydrated. Bring plenty of snacks. Yep, yep. So it's, it's a long journey. It is. Also, they, with absolute chaos. Absolutely. Also, GoldenEye with online play coming out soon because I guess the most overrated shooter of all time finally needed to come out again. Look, I only know like one or two people that picked up the remaster, right? And like that was all over the internet, everywhere. And like I, I don't understand why the internet has such a hard on for this game. Like it's a good shooter. No, it 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 was an overrated shooter even at the time. There are far better shooters out now. There were far better shooters oh, out then. You just didn't know better because all you had was a Nintendo 64. That's true. <laughs> like, it, like I had access to my like cousin's PC, and he had fucking Quake, and like I played oh. Quake, and I'm like, why the fuck would you ever play GoldenEye if you have the option to play Quake? Well, like, come on, guys. Or like Half Life came out the year after Goldeneye. You're gonna sit here and fucking look me in the eye and lie to me and tell me, oh yeah, Goldeneye is totally on the same level as fucking Half Life. No, no, fuck off. You need to return your gamer card right now if you think that. Just Jesus fucking Christ. I I I I don't like. That game was is like the definition of right place, right time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like, like man, it was a like it wasn't like Halo. Like the first Halo was a good game by the standard of all shooters. Mm-hmm. The, the Goldeneye mm-hmm. was a case of this was a good shooter by the standard of N sixty four shooters, which that bar is pretty fucking low. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Moving forward, moving forward here on this article, uh, Mario plus Rabbit Spark of Hope coming in October. First one was okay, seems fine. Yeah, uh, you like Mario and you like XCOM. It's a it's a good good combo. Yep. Uh, so hey, <clears throat> you want to talk about surprises from the day? We are getting new mm-hmm. theater rhythm. February sixteenth. Already, already pre-ordered. Theater Rhythm, Already Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line. Uh, very curious to know how we're going to do this game without a DS-style touchscreen, but otherwise, this looks... It, it looks awesome. It looks In the arcade... Good. There's an arcade version, and it's just got two buttons, kind of like... Uh, uh. Well, there's the Groove Coaster Arcade, which looks similar, but it's two two buttons that you push, and then there's giant joysticks 
that are under the buttons. So like you, you push the buttons for whatever tapping stuff comes on screen, and then the flicks, you move the joysticks. Okay, that, that, that'll work. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm... I I love the first two. I played the first two to death. Like I, that, like the first two, I'd play for hours at a time on my 3ds. Yeah. So yeah, down, very down for this. Yeah, uh, really weird that we were just, like just talking about this. And then, yeah, uh, <laughs> the direct. They're like, oh hey, by the, the way. Yeah, they obviously listen to this podcast. We are, as everyone knows, the arbiters of taste on the internet. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's you know that that's that's why they're like all right we need to announce this they they they've been talking about it uh, they've asked for it we'll, we'll give it to them yep get well the getting's good and just pull uh, all those assets together really quickly and we'll make it happen yep uh yeah three hundred and eighty five songs day one that's a lot God that is a lot of goddamn music bro it's a lot of Final Fantasy music. I was gonna say it's thirty-five years of Final Fantasy music. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, that's that's happening. Uh, that'll be out next year. Uh, we got Fay Farm, fairy style farmstead game. Uh, Octopath Traveler Two coming out in uh February. Even though I didn't like it, that's not terribly surprising that it's getting a sequel. No, that game yeah. was pretty popular. Like I remember that yeah. game getting a lot of traction. Um, it's very pretty, um, but mm-hmm. I I just felt like it was lifeless. And Would none you? of the characters interacted with each other. It's like eight eight separate stories that don't really have like a culmination arc of everybody coming together. That doesn't happen. Yeah, that's a real bummer. Not like Live Alive. No, which is great. Mm, yes, I agree with that. Uh, Splatoon 3. Uh, so you're getting the first Splatfest, and would you, what would you bring to a desert island? Gear, grub, or fun? The fucking, what? Okay. Fun, absolutely would bring, bring the fun, I don't need to eat. Yeah, uh, <laughs> September 23rd, September 25th, you can choose your team, otherwise instead free updates are coming in the future. Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life is coming. Uh, so... Basically, Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life. Uh, yep. my, my personal favorite Harvest Moon from the GameCube is coming out on Switch next year. Tunic is coming to the Switch. A Fist of the North Star boxing game is coming to the Switch. Xeno- weird. <laughs> Xeno- very weird. Very <laughs> fucking weird. Did Thanks, not Japan. As- <laughs> yeah, of course. You know. Yeah, so uh, next up is... Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 DLC. We're getting a new fucking Fatal Frame, apparently. It is. It's a port. Um, it's oh, the it's Wii, a remake the of Wii. the Wii game? Yeah, I see that. Yeah, now. it's the Wii game that never came out stateside. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, you know, uh, that's one of the few horror games that I at least found interesting. Yeah, I really so, like Fatal right. Frame. Uh... 2021's Game of the Year, It Takes Two, coming to Nintendo Switch on November 4th. Once again, man, that game is going to either look rough or run like garbage. Yes. Um, But, okay, they made it happen. (laughs) Uh, I don't know how this development team is doing this, but we're getting 
uh, another Fire Emblem game uh, oh, already. Fire Emblem Engage. Um, I don't know how they keep putting these out so fast. And I don't, I don't either. How... And like the quality isn't terrible either. Like you would think the quality would degrade, but they're they're still pretty good. Three Houses was was phenomenal. Yeah, like I don't I, like these games are not for me. I don't really care for that style of RPG, but. Like, I don't know how they keep... Like, I feel like ev- all the time there's like, oh, there's another new Fire Emblem. I'm like, god damn. Mm-hmm. Didn't we just get one? Let people get fucking tired of it, Nintendo. Well, the, the, the one complaint I have about this is that the main character's hair looks like a thing of toothpaste. Or... <laughs> the Joy-Cons, it looks like the red and blue Joy-Cons, and I'm Maybe. like, really, like... Yeah, how are they gonna do a special special edition of the Joy Cons? Yeah, right. Yeah, You've yeah. already got red and blue Joy Cons. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the ghost of Marth or something is in it. I, that's yeah, Marth Marth makes a return. I don't know if it's his ghost or like a he's, he's like an ancient hero that prepares you or something. I have, I have no idea. Okay, I mean that's cool. Like I, you know. I I haven't gotten really into one of these games since, fuck, uh, like, what was the first one that came out on the 3DS? Uh, Awakening? Awakening. I think so. Yeah, because after that was Conquest and the other one. Yeah, so the last one I played for any meaningful amount of time was Awakening. It was pretty good, but not for me, and that's when I was like, alright, I'm done. Finally, uh, Nintendo put out The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I cannot believe they had to clarify that. Wait, why would it be Tears of the Kingdom? You fucking idiots. God. Why would it be Tears of the Kingdom? Oh, just what the fuck? Okay, so yeah. Uh, no real gameplay in the trailer. Um... Like, like, well, a little bit. Link running for, like, ten seconds. And jumping off of a building. And, like, yeah, it's, it, you know, it's... it Very, I shouldn't say no gameplay, but very little, tiny snippet of gameplay. Uh, mm-hmm. the, there looks like there's riding of giant stone birds. Uh, and, yeah, it's out on May fucking 12th. Which one? Zelda is always weird with these fucking release dates, dude. Like, just they're so cagey and like at arm's length. (laughs) Um, yeah. So, uh, first off, Nintendo they met their most important thing in this direct, which was I always ask them, "Where's Bayonetta 3? And it may have been short. But we got some Bayonetta three, so we got Bayonetta. So this so. is a good, this is a good direct. Yep, that's that's all that takes to confirm a good direct for me is like, do you have Bayonetta? Uh, <laughs> the answer is the... yes. So it's a good direct. All right. Yep. Then there we go. Problem you know. solved. It's a win. Uh, they also put out like an eight minute gameplay trailer of Bayonetta afterwards. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, it I looks watched. Good. It looks fucking so good. So good. Like I'm gonna go hermit up with that game that weekend so hard. <laughs> like I'm you literally totally would, though. Like I'm you literally totally gonna probably play the whole damn thing in a straight shot. Um, 
yeah, all that was really good. I'm excited for Theater Rhythm. I'm excited for Radiant Silver Gun and Zelda. Uh, of course, I'm excited for goddamn Bayonetta. Um, you know, Tales of Symphonia. Uh, I really wish they would open the door for um, for uh, what's it called? Um, Skies of Arcadia to get a port to anything. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like literally anything, please. I'm begging you, Sega. Please. Any any of it. Any of it. Like and, like. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even need it to be remastered. Just give me the. Give just, me the just, just do it. Yeah. One to one, I don't... one. One to one port. Just do it, please. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It, it's. Yeah. It, it, it's. It was a good show. It was a very good show. I, I was I was a fan. I know, so we'll uh, we'll see how conti- you know see how all these shake out. Uh, even for the rest of the year, Nintendo has a really strong year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, and y'all. Uh, I will say before we get into the next one, mm-hmm. um, in regards to Splatoon, they're gonna have updates for that every three months. Cool. For two years. Good. That's nice. Good. Uh, so you'll never get tired of Splatoon three. Yes. Anyways, moving on. Speaking of Splatoon 3, the last piece of Nintendo news we have for the week is it sold an ass load of copies. Damn, Holy fuck. So many. Dude, I did not know this series resonated with people that much. Like, I knew it was popular. Oh, yeah. But, it's fun, like, dude. Uh, it's fun, but, like, dude, I don't know. Like, I just... Like, it just... Yeah. Greetings, Daywalkers. I have been once again... Sorry, comment from the chat. Uh, Greetings, Daywalkers. I have once again been inflicted with a bat of insomnia. Uh, So I'm reading Chainsaw Man. It's good. Right on. It is good. Chainsaw Man is good. Yeah, I've heard. I've I've heard a lot of good stuff about that one. Um, It looks weird in a way I'm totally down for. Yep, the the artwork is weird. Uh... And like the the author's other stuff that he's done is super weird, but Chainsaw Man is good. Fair enough. Uh, but better than the news story: three point four five million copies in three days since launch, and it has already been another five days past that. So that is yeah. insane. Uh, yeah, this insane. Is, the 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 money printer at Nintendo never stops. Yes. Yeah. It just, it never stops. Never, never lets go. Just always money printer go burr at Nintendo. Um, uh, Apparently. Yeah. I mean, you can see my Switch right there. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, it's being charged right now, so. It's yeah, charging my next controller to my right now. Mine's nice. Almost, mine's almost always in the dock. Like I never played as a goddamn handheld. Um. <laughs> uh. All right. So, uh, Sony had a state of play. Um, also watched that this morning. Yeah, I uh, I I watched that after work the day it happened, and yeah, it was it was pretty good. You know, it was mm-hmm. it was. It, it, I don't think it hit nearly as hard as the direct. Uh, to to be fair, there was significantly less uh, in it. It was way shorter, but um, 
So, uh, let's get going. I, these are not in order, by the way. Um, but uh, Tekken 8 is happening, baby. We getting a Tekken 8. Uh, I've never been a Tekken, like, stand in a big way. It's always been too complicated for me. Mm -hmm. um, Same boat. But... But after this trailer... Uh, no, more like you know? more like I'm gonna be very happy to watch people who are really good at Tekken play Tekken. It's such a good game to watch, and like I'm in the same boat. Tekken isn't like a huge fighting game for me, but give me more fighting games. And I yeah, that them. too. Uh, it visually it looks beautiful. Uh, they said this is a, this is not a pre-rendered movie, but real-time rendered footage at 60 fps. Uh, and yeah, it it looks great. Um, I will. I've always said though, if they do uh, Kiryu from Yakuza as a guest character, I would instantly give a shit about getting really good at Tekken. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so yeah, uh, it looked great. They they read a good. It was a good trailer. Um, so yeah. Uh, so, Become a Hero on PSVR 2 in Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge Enhanced Edition. Um, this, whatever, like, eh. Locked to their probably very expensive VR system. Uh, visually it looks great, but like, you know. I have a VR headset, whatever stuff's... Uh, Tekken's one of those games I love to watch because I suck at it. Accurate. Very accurate, Quinn. Uh, so, yeah. Like, just... I don't know. It seems fine. Is the best way I would describe it. Yeah. Like, like if, you, mm -hmm. if you're if you going to shell out the money for a VR headset, you need something to play on it. Yep. Um, Demio is a dungeon crawler... Is a tabletop dungeon crawler coming to PSVR and PS5 next year. Um, they had a it? booth for that at PAX this year. That feels weird, but okay. It's it's pretty fun. Experience it or um, anything, but it's a it's a PC game too, um, and they have a VR version and a non VR VR version on PC. It's pretty fun. Like if you get a couple of buddies to play it with you. Fair. It's enjoyable. Uh, hey, Ninja, do you know about? Uh, Yakuza, or now as the series is going to be called in the West, like a dragon, Ishin. Yes. Please tell people about kind that of. while I go grab my coffee. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm just going to pull up the news article because that will help me out. Uh, it is a like a, a prequel to the Like a Dragon series or the Yakuza series. Um, it takes place in feudal Japan. Um the action-adventure historical thriller set uniquely in 1860s Kyo, a fictionalized version of Kyoto. Red Pill Me on Yakuza, man, it is so good. I uh, like. I've I've only played Like a Dragon and then Yakuza Zero, but they are they are some excellent games, and they're very different. Like a Dragon, right, is a JRPG, the first in the series to be a JRPG, and then uh, Yakuza Zero is like the rest of the Yakuza games, and then it's a it's a beat 'em up. Uh, but Ishin lets you let you be a samurai um, as samurais are being phased out of of uh, Japan. It's another beat 'em up. Uh, there's no English dub, which really isn't a, a deal breaker to me. I played not all for of these games. Japanese dub, uh, yeah. Only one of these. Like a dragon, I played in English. Yes, um, I did too. All the others I played in Japanese, though. So it is. Yeah, it's whatever. It, it, 
Right. Um, um, let's see what else. What else is in this article? Using a sword, or you can sharpshoot enemies with a revolver. Um, that's exciting. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so one thing that's really cool about this is they even straight up said this would not have come to America is Ghost of Tsushima didn't do so well. Yes, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima is the reason that this game is getting an American launch. So, thank you. Because, mm-hmm. god thank damn you. it. <laughs> that in Japan makes more sense to play it in Japanese, says Quinn, and you know what, I, I think I agree with you. Um, yeah, sometimes I, the English yeah, dubs are, okay. are really good, but the, I, the, I agree, the, the, I agree the, in this case. The Like a Dragon dub was spectacular. Yes, it was phenomenal. So, um, George Takei as as the uh, Arakawa was, was real so good. fucking good, real good. Like, oh my god! Ah, uh, Takei-san, oh my god, God bless George. Especially Takei. when I like hurt, I was just like, no. I remember when I first played, that, I was like, wait, is that George Takei? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I looked, and I was like, what? <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> How the fuck did they get George Decay for this fucking indie game bullshit? <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah. Best thing. Uh, get George Decay. <laughs> uh yeah I I yeah I'm I'm super hyped for this. I thought it was never gonna come to the states because it came out forever ago. Yep. So. So um. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, we got a new game called State uh, Pacific Drive. Welcome to you to the Olympic Occlusion Zone. Um, it is a first-person based driving survival game. As you explore the zone, your car is your lifeline, scavenge to maintain and improve your car. As long as you keep it running, it will protect you from the surrounding dangers. I don't know so, how I feel about that. I feel it's like it's a survival I, game, so I obviously don't give a shit. Uh, yeah, you know, you yeah. know, how Aaron is like Souls likes have really cool worlds and really cool themes. Mm. I feel that way about survival games. Same, dude. <laughs> same. Hundred <laughs> percent same. And I just, I just can't get into them. Um, and this one looks cool. It looks like something I would enjoy, like the the world of, but. I will not be playing this. Um, I want to give more survival games a chance because of my girlfriend. She's really into them. Mm-hmm. If this one has a multiplayer mode, I might be like, okay, this seems cool enough. Yeah. Um. So you know what they need to do? They need to make a Devil May Cry or um, Bayonetta-like where it's a survival game, you just have to hold out as long as possible. There you go. Yes. That's I how you get that, me to like sure. a survival game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Play that. You know, bloody palace, but co-op. <laughs> yeah, I'd play that. <laughs> no, yeah, that would be pretty fun, I think. Yeah. Um, Alright, so... Next up on that is... Hey, you guys like Harry Potter, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're, Why? Do you still like Harry Potter? I'm sure. Um, well, the PlayStation version is getting some exclusive content. Uh, of course it is. 
you know, the company that just... Because it's PlayStation. Yeah, you know, because last week the same company that bitched about COD having exclusive content yes. is going to bitch is going to be super happy to have their exclusive Harry Potter content. Mm-hmm. Basically, they are getting an additional dungeon, a shopkeeper's cosmetic set, and uh, a special thing where they can run an in-game Hogsmeade shop. Oh, the haunted Hogsmeade. Yep. So you're gonna clear out a. Cool. Ha- haunted hogsmead get a special shop that gives you the best prices to sell and buy stuff and a cosmetic set as always real bummer that they're locking this behind a fucking paywall yep this this upsets me rude but not Uh, enough not to buy it on the yeah, like, itself, yeah, I mean. like exactly. That's my thing. It's like, uh, no, I'm still buying this on PC. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just spent way too much money on a new graphics card. It needs it needs a job. <laughs> so fuck it needs off. to do the work. So um, also, it's just so much more convenient to stream on PC. It so. is. It's so much easier. Yeah, valid. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have to go run goddamn cables to a capture card to my computer. Um, in my best haggard voice, you're gonna need your That's mom's need credit your card. Mom's credit card, Ari. <laughs> uh, Subnautica is a test of courage for people who are terrified of oceans, and the forest has best played with buds to make buildings out of corpses. Fun times. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Neither of those things are for me. Um, so that happened. Um, so th- there's that. Uh, next up is uh, digital collectibles coming to PlayStation Stars. Earlier in the year, they announced their PlayStation Stars loyalty rewards program. Um, and now you'll have a profile you can display trophies and other stuff on the PlayStation app with. So, you know. Okay. Yep. yep. So that's a thing, I guess. I really wish they right. do what yeah. Microsoft Rewards does, where they give you free money to buy games. Yeah. That would be nice. Sony, come on. And that'll, that'll happen next, next gen when Microsoft overtakes Sony. Great. <laughs> That's like, usually let, how it works out. Let me tell you, dude. Like, I have like twenty dollars in Microsoft Rewards points sitting on my fucking Xbox because I like as I keep playing games on Xbox. Um, a uh, new story trailer for uh, Stellar Blade, formerly known as Project Eve. Man, have you looked at that trailer? That is. Do not do not watch it in front of your parents. <laughs> is is this another Bayonetta? This so this is made by the same team that made Blade and Soul. Okay, so sexy ladies. All right, got it. So uh, very jiggle physics are uh, have come a long way. I'm gonna I'm just gonna say <laughs> the Itagaki son would be proud. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I, I was watching proud. it and I was like, she's standing still. I don't understand why don't understand is she jiggling. <laughs> She hasn't, um, she hasn't moved in five seconds. What is this? Um, <sighs> the, Gameplay-wise, this looks like the hack-and-slash bullshit I love, provided it controls well and plays well. 
Um, yeah, you know, I'll, I'm probably going to get it because it does the the gameplay looks fun. Yeah, it looks really good from a gameplay perspective. Um, so it is called Stellar Blade, which Lunar and Blade. No release date on announcement. Looks pretty good. God be- bless sweater meat chef's kiss as Gwyn. <laughs> Uh, always, always good color commentary in the chat from Quinn. <laughs> ne- never gets old. Um, so, uh, revealing the rise of Ronan, a new action RPG from Team Ninja. It's looks like a Ghost of Tsushima like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it looks good. Like I, I, you know, I. I when I played through Ghost of Tsushima, I was like, man, more samurai games would be dope as hell. Yes. And yes. Uh, looks like they are taking that challenge quite fucking seriously. This one definitely has a team ninja. This this one definitely looks like it has a Souls esque twist to it for sure. Right. Um. So yeah, that's uh. Continuing the fine Sony tradition of not giving us dates, though. You know. Uh, Alright. Next up is... Embark on a brand new dystopian futuristic adventure. I live in a dystopian... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to play in one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Quinn says, I live to entertain. Well, thank you, buddy. Uh, Alright, so... Uh... Not much on what this is. It looks like it's a big survival RPG PvP thing. Yeah. Like, it it seems fine. Like, I watched that trailer and I was like, yeah, okay, giant robot game. Very little to no gameplay. It does have mechs, though, which I'm excited for. Hmm. You know, mech-on-mech combat. Right. Sin duality. If uh, If you like giant robots... Um, there you go. And last but not least, and we will be showing the trailer for it, God of War Ragnarok gets a new story trailer and fucking lord. I cannot wait. It went so hard. Uh, Like, you want to talk about, like, look, Elden Ring is the presumptive game of the year right now. Right. It's very apparent. I understand why, but... Sorry, everyone. So, and I understand why, but this for the general public, I think, has a real shot. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm going to throw it up on the screen now. Uh, um, I am sorry, I am normally not the director for this stuff. Um, Everybody... You'll figure it out. You'll get there. Yeah. I can't wait to play it. I can wait to play it in five years. I mean, that's fine. Everyone mm-hmm. keeps don't, have to, don't have to buy a PS PlayStation. Sometimes it's the only way to protect the ones we love. I know you. So goddamn good. Ready for it. Tear, baby. What is it you want from me? Is it a god of war you came to find? You don't 
do you want more? Do you, Kratos? All that blood on your hands? On your son's hands? What is it you will not tell me? I can't talk about it. But I just need you to trust me. We follow your every whim. But you don't believe in any of it. And still, I follow. Because all that matters is. Do you think you we get a safe. bit of a time skip in this, or it takes place like directly after? I think I that would imagine there's a time skip. I actually think it's gonna be di di directly after, almost. Pretender, God. Because you remember the post credits in. Um, in, uh, in the first one, it's... In the first one, yeah, it's it's uh, Thor shows up at the door. God damn, dude! Oh my god! Just what do you even know of God? I'm sad I waited so long to play the first one. I played it, I was so tentative about it because I was just like, dude, I don't know, Ascension wasn't great, and like, uh, the, this new style, and no, it, it was so good. Straight freaking banger. Yeah, they're adding chase scenes now, that's cool. That is pretty sick. Fate only binds you if you let it. I can't wait. I can't uh, wait. Dude, I'm gonna have the best, like, two-week period between this and Bayonetta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not because it is written. November the 9th. I take that back. <laughs> hmm? What does he take back? I'm confused. But yeah, it looks it looks awesome. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm very excited for this game. If only I can afford... Well, I mean, you have until November the 9th. Yeah, it looks awesome. It looks great. Um... If you need the PS5 hookup, anyone listening to this, uh, our Discord, we got it. Uh, so, just let us know. You'll have to pay for it, but we can definitely get you one. <laughs> um, so. <clears throat> now, you would think after such a good state of play, Sony would want to cash in on all this goodwill. <laughs> right? Yeah. You would think. But staying true to their dumbass decision roots this generation, uh, they had another announcement this week that wasn't good news. Oh boy. Nah, that ain't gonna happen, not for a while. I went, eh, understandable. $500 is a good chunk of change. <laughs> no. Especially with everything being so damn expensive. Yeah. Mm hmm. You know, like, I love going to work and hearing about how we made the company $5 billion in the past fiscal year. And then we get paid, like, 35000 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Feels good. 
like we're not gonna all be bitter and jaded soon. No. Mm-hmm. I'll watch a let's play in the meantime. Right on, man. Enjoy. Um. So. But, uh, yeah, Sony confirms PSVR 1 games won't work on your PSVR 2. But why? Why Why would you do that? Uh, why? Because fuck you, that's why. Because <laughs> fuck you, that's why. <laughs> Man, I... You know what's really sad is that I, I got rid of my PSVR thinking that it would be backwards compatible, and so I, I bought some more PSVR games when I didn't have a PSVR because I knew I was getting PSVR 2. And now I'll never get to experience those. Man. At least it was only two, but like, come on. Because fuck you, give us money. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what Um, it is. Um, yeah, so... Um, so Hideki uh, Nishino? Nishino. Uh, senior Vice President of Platform Experience PlayStation talked about the standout features development saga and building a new VR headset for PS5. Was asked directly whether last-gen VR titles would be playable. He said, PSVR games are not compatible with PSVR 2 because PSVR 2 is designed to be a truly next-generation VR experience. As the apparent reason for this, specifically the haptic feedback rate controllers with new adaptive triggers, as well as the inside-out and eye-tracking among others. Developing new games for PSVR 2 requires a whole different approach than PSVR. Okay, so like the way I read that is that... It- PSVR two games won't work with PSVR. I don't. I don't understand why you can't just like. Because uh, so so if I had to take a guess, so the technology of this thing is using the same thing as like a index does, like yeah. inside out tracking, etc. Yep. Versus yep. the mm-hmm. original PSVR uses a very ghetto tracking method of the lights on two. PlayStation 3 controllers mm-hmm. um, and only an external camera so maybe that's it like they don't want to spring to like okay look if you want to use these you're going to have to go buy original PSVR controllers I guess and hook up right. this other camera I just, oh, no. it's unfortunate that's all add to the list of Sony's fuck ups the, this generation <laughs> It's a big list. Like all that goodwill, all that good shit that they just announced. And then, and the thing is, VR is a super niche market. Like I I understand like it's in the grand scheme of things, this probably isn't that big of a deal. Yeah. Like, even if this thing does well, it's not going to be crazy, like popular. And if you're really that level, if you're really enough into VR that you'd buy a PSVR 2 with and own a PSVR, you're you're already drinking the Kool-Aid. They don't care, unfortunately. You're their exact type of consumer. Yep. Yep. Uh, I didn't buy a PSVR 1, uh, and I wasn't probably going to buy a 2, so... Uh, yeah. Alright, next up. Uh, hey, we're we're big Halo fans on the channel. We have Let's Played all the Halo games except 5 and Infinite. Actually, no. Mm-hmm. I personally did a solo run of Infinite, but co-op isn't out yet, so we haven't done a co-op run. Um, so, 
since studio was founded in 2007 under Bonnie Ross, 343 has worked on several Halo games. Um, Ross via Twitter said, hey, she was planning to leave with the upcoming winter update, but she is leaving the studio amid family medical issues. She, um... Oh, no. So the studio took over the Halo franchise following Bungie's departure from the brand after Halo Reach. She oversaw the uh, multiplayer and updates for Reach, uh, 4, MCC, 5, and Infinite. Uh, She first joined Microsoft in 94, and in 97 she co-founded the Microsoft Women in Gaming to help community, uh, help women in the industry network. Um, quote, while well, I'd hoped to stay with Halo until we released the winter update, and you know I'll be leaving 343 and attending to family and medical issue. Uh, I'm incredibly proud of the work that 343 Industries has done with Halo Infinite. Um, <clears throat> with Halo Infinite, uh, the Master Chief Collection, the television series, and more. It's been an honor to serve alongside the team for the last 15 years and be part of the universe I love. Thank you for the Halo, everyone, the Halo community, for your support. Halo's future has I cannot wait for you to experience what we have in store and share alongside you fans at the Halo World Championship in October. Phil Spencer said, thanks Bonnie Ross for contributions from the legacy of Xbox and everything you've done to expand Halo for millions of fans around the world. Um, so she's gotten numerous honors and accolades throughout her career, um, including being inducted in the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences Hall of Fame in 2019 for her work as well as promoting STEM and diversity efforts across gaming. Um, As for her role, it'll be split among three members of the team. Pierre Heinz uh, stepping into studio head. Meanwhile, Brian Kosky becomes general manager, and Elizabeth Van Wick will continue to oversee business and operations. Um, So, one, uh, heart goes out to her for her family stuff going Mm -hmm. on right now. That's a really, you know, because regardless of your general opinion about Bonnie Ross, it is shitty that you have to leave a job that she probably really loved and, you know, and a career at Microsoft she probably really loved. You know, she was there for 30 fucking years um, mm-hmm. to to go and uh, deal with that stuff. That's that is a real bummer. Uh, so wish her the best on that front. Um, you know, I think that Halo has kind of always been in a weird place under her watch. Yep. Because, you know, I I feel as though for the people who are younger than our posse, Halo has always been this, like, thing that's kind of been for the old folks. You know, Mm -hmm. like, it's, like, people like me who, like, boomer gamers like me and you guys... Where, because when we were teenagers and preteens, Halo was on top of the fucking world. It was. You know, like, it was like the shooter. And then, you know, that first Call of Duty Modern Warfare came along and just stole that thunder real quick. Um, And basically, ever since the last Bungie Halo, in all honesty, Halo has been in just this weird place of the fanbase can't agree on anything, the fanbase is never happy... Uh, even when the product's good. Like, the MCC right now is in a great place. Mm-hmm. Like, the MCC right now is fucking awesome. But, like, the Halo community still bitches and moans about it. Um, and I think sometimes it is justified. Like, the Halo 5 campaign was bad. Right. The, the Halo 5 campaign was really bad. 
the the Halo uh, the Halo Four multiplayer was not didn't feel like Halo. It felt like Call of Duty. Uh, you know, Halo Infinite it, it has an amazing multiplayer and an even better campaign. It's the best Halo campaign since three, in my opinion. But it also uh, it is still not feature complete. Like we are getting Forge and co-op in November. That'll be almost a full year since release. Please. And I understand why people are upset. I get it. Um, the thing is, is you can't release Halo under the label of early access, sadly. Um, you know, unfortunately, you can't do that. If that, you know, I think if I think if Halo could have had that early access label last year, we would not be having a lot of the conversations we are having now. Yes. But it is what it is. Uh, you know, and I'm very curious to see how this new leadership will pan out, because uh, the new studio has been around in video games since the Genesis, um, oh, and has wow. been at a lot of different studios across Japan, America, and Europe, um, and has been with the Halo team since 2018. So, uh, you know, you know, good... Oh man, the, the, this is this is like a weird situation just because of like the like I feel if she would have like left at the launch of Infinite, like like oh yeah like that there would be no like weird things about this, but because of the drama over the past nine months, it's right. It's kind of like oh well, thank you, but okay, cool, thank God <laughs> for a lot of people. Um, I know that I it, we've had discussions in our community about it. Like apparently, I'm just a lot more patient than other people, and I think that's mainly just because like I know how unbelievably hard it is to make video games. Yes, it like, is. It's like, very hard to make video games. Like, I know, and I think you're right. I think most people don't realize the amount of work that goes into them. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, this is the same kind of uh issue that Street Fighter had or Capcom had with Street Fighter, right? So like Street Fighter five was definitely feature incomplete a lot like Halo was when it was released. And right now Street Fighter Five is one of the best fighting games you can play. Yeah. And Street Fighter Six looks amazing. Yeah. Cannot wait. So so yeah, like I, I think that um people don't realize how hard it is to make games. Um like, like, especially in a an environment with Microsoft corporate, don't fuck around. Like, they, right. like you you meet deadlines at Microsoft corporate, okay? Like, haha. Uh, you know, Microsoft corporate do not fuck around when it comes to deadlines. Like, um, to to put this in perspective, they had to, back in the day they had to delay Halo Two a full year. And the reason it happened, it, it actually got the delay so it could release in a in a finished state, is because the head of the Xbox team, Ed Free, says, "If you do not delay this, I am going to quit." Yeah. So that like that is kind of the corporate environment, um, you know. And, and and here's the next thing is like people were bitching that Halo had a full year delay. Could you fucking imagine the the fucking shit people would be doing if they had to do another full year delay? Because cause that that's honestly what what happens is like okay, 
you can have Halo on the 20th anniversary of Xbox with the Canada multiplayer and the rest of it coming later, or you can have everything in 2022. But no, but you it'd be delayed for full years. So they, they're also in a lose-lose situation there as well. Yeah. Yeah. So... And then once again, we talked about the split screen co op thing. Like, eh. Yeah. Like, once again, I. Like, when was the last time any of you played a split screen game that wasn't a fighting game? <laughs> it's been it's been a hot minute for me, but I I still think that there. Yeah. It's it's mostly for people that. Um, can't afford more than one console or don't play online or, or whatever, like like parents playing with their kids or whatever. Yeah, I just think that's so niche these days that, you know, it's it's not a big concern for them. Um concerning that glitch that got co op working, I'm I'm betting hundred percent this is what happened. They found a bug in one of the versions of the game that make that is just they could not get it fixed i'm assuming the xbox one version and yep. there's like well we either can kill the xbox one version which we don't want to do or we cannot put out split screen co-op yep yeah so yeah all right have a good night quinn sleep well buddy yeah quinn um but yeah uh heart goes out to bonnie ross and her family um hope that hope everything gets you know fixed for you and uh hopefully halo continues to improve i'm a big fan so speaking of more departures man they're just taking a meat cleaver to g4 oh yeah they are it's and the way they did it is so rough Mm mm-hmm big time my god so, the home of X-Play and other shows now on Twitch faces big cuts. Mm-hmm. At least somewhere between 20 and 30 staff members were laid off at G4 today, including some sources from with the business. The video game talk show network from 2000 was resurrected last fall on streaming platforms like Twitch as well as cable TV. But now, less than a year later, faces major upheavals. I truly cannot imagine the company continuing to produce our slate of content with the pe- without the people we lost today, said one employee. The timing and the severity of the cuts took the staff by surprise, with talent showing up on set today, ready to film, only to have the programming canceled as HR reps met with them individually. What a shitty way to do it. Once, man, when... You know whenever you gotta see the HR rep, shit's gonna go bad. Yep. yep. Anytime that, like, I'm brought into a room... And I hear the words, oh, yeah, this is our HR rep. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, you're just like, mm, oh, it's uh, gonna this be is a- going to be a shitty conversation. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, man, we, we had that uh, we had that once at work with a Teams conversation that happened where they had to break everyone into a room. It was just like, here's the HR rep, and we're just like, oh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We made a boo-boo. <laughs> Uh, so, 
they were told, so while it's not clear the extent of layoffs will be, one source said those were effective. They received anywhere between 16 weeks and six months of severance based on their tenure with Comcast, GeForce parent company. Uh, sources tell Kotaku that GeForce Finance has been in a bad shape for some time, and managers were tasked with looking for cost saving wherever possible. These things apparently came to a head during an all-hands meeting a couple months ago when G4 President Russell Arons discussed troubles the business is facing and proposed unrealistic revenue goals for the year ahead. Staff felt blindsided one source due to the lack of clear goals from measuring success up to the point. Arons left shortly after and was replaced by Comcast uh, Spectacore executive Joe Marsh, whose sources say he was only interested in finding ways to slash the budget. <laughs> this sounds about right. Corporate gonna corporate. Um, what what's I cannot wait to tell you the next part of the story about Frosk. By the way, oh, uh, it's it's fantastic. So I'm here. I'm here for it. What is it? Uh, um, I'll get to that. Originally launched 2000, G4 was the uh, the only outlet for gaming news reviews and and discussion on TV at the time. Main shows were X Play and Attack of the Show. Uh, they were all canceled in 2012. Becoming the Cops and Cheaters Network, uh, with occasional Ninja Warrior. Uh, then it relaunched in November with a mix of old and new talent, uh, such as Sessler and Pereira returning, and new hosts including Xavier Woods, uh, Indiana, uh, Frusker in Black, Jared the Completionist, Gerard, or Gerard the Completionist, uh, Khalilnd, uh, Fiona Nova, and many others. The relaunch was the brainchild of Tucker Roberts, the son of Comcast CEO Brian Roberts. That sounds about right. <laughs> yep. Yep. Tucker led the cable internet company's move into esports and is currently president of the competitive Overwatch team, the Philadelphia Fusion. Tucker stepped away from G4 operations back in March. Oh man. Oh, I I knew it was coming. I I knew it was coming. Like I knew this shit would happen. Everything that they do is already done. You know, online, like, like Let's Plays are done, video game reviews and are done through, like, essays and stuff. Like, they're not, they didn't do anything new. Their interviews are really cool. The interviews that they did on Attack of the Show. Um, but past that, there's not, there wasn't a whole lot for me to watch on there that I couldn't get anywhere else. Yeah, no, a- absolutely. Uh, yeah, 110%, absolutely, uh, like, especially nowadays. Like, back then, it was novel. Like, I remember, on it, like, your only real option was, like, your only real option was, like, oh, go watch GameSpot, and, but, like, back then, you had to be, like, really into it to know what the fuck that was. Yep. Right. Um, like, so what... Yeah, like the, for the general person, G4 was kind of it. Now, now, now it's like, dude, there's so many options. Like logging on to my YouTube right now, literally on just the subs page, uh, Castle Super Beast, Last Stand Media, The Jeff Gersman Show, Happy Console Gamer, Digital Foundry, um, yeah, like uh, and th- uh, you know, Asmongold. Like, th- th- there's no. There's nothing that there's no reason why you would go to G4 if you're already integrated in a bunch of creators beyond oh I like Adam Sessler and the nostalgia here. Yes, that's it. That was literally their entire draw. 
Yeah, and, and like that's not enough to prop up a fucking channel, like at all. <laughs> right, let cool. alone, let alone a TV station. Like they, they also had a TV channel. Like, yeah, I, I don't understand. I just, I, I like this. Just seems like out of touch, like son of a CEO who really likes video games. Like, oh man, we do a video game channel. You know, like, like, yeah. Um, and obviously not the case at all. Um, so, so, um, oh man, real bummer. Real, real bummer. <sighs> Sorry for all the people that lost their jobs. It does suck. It does suck. No. Real. Yeah. Um, as for the next bit is uh, Frost, Indiana Black, the one with the controversial... Um, thing where she blasted dudes uh, for being sexist in her chat, which yeah, deserved it, but then on the same but like a week later, you have Amaranth in a pool with balls, making blue ball jokes in a bikini. Yep. Yep. You know, it's really hard to take your anti-sexism in gaming stuff seriously, when a week later you also throw Amaranth in a bikini in a pool of balls for a gag. It's it's really hard to take that seriously. But, you know, is what it is. And she, has, so instead of like, oh, I'm sorry for my coworkers, like, hey, blah, 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 blah. Um, instead puts, let's play some games, yo. And then this image, I'm putting on the screen. Oh, that's classy. That's classy. Dude. That's good. Yeah. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Just, you know, 20 to 30 of your co-workers just left. Your, Your network is under threat. How do you respond? That. Yeah. Um the, the the not a good person. Do not care what anyone says about this. Like that is a that is a really shit thing to do. Um especially when you're already fucking taking heat from other shit. Like bruh. Yeah. Come on. Like time and place, guys time and place um yep this ain't it yeah so um once again goes out heart goes out to all those people lost the jobs in all honesty you're probably better off for it um you know now you can use whatever cachet you got at g4 to go either find another job or start your own channel yep there you go silver lining yep Sucks in the interim, though. But hey, at least you also get 16 weeks of severance. Yeah, that is on nice. On top of it. I've never had severance. Ever. No, so. me neither. Must be nice. <laughs> Alright. 
Oh, man. That's, uh, hey, guess what? Along with this, Fanbite is also getting a shit ton of layoffs. Ew. Ew. Yeah, you poor, poor Imran Khan, man. <laughs> this is the second time he's gone to TGS and woken up in the morning and found out he's been laid off. <laughs> second time he's Could been you? in Tokyo. And it like, uh, that poor man. Could you imagine mm-hmm. just like you're, you're on a work trip out in fucking Tokyo. You wake up like, guess I don't have a fucking job anymore. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> fucking what? Oh, that poor dude. Oh, that's a... That's a, Add it to the, the list of un, unfortunate things. Um, so... Oh, well. Yeah, uh, yeah so uh, staff layoffs have hit media site Fanbyte today. The exact number of it is currently unknown. Among these is the editor-in-chief. Uh, Daniel uh, Rindo, head of media, John Warren, and features Ellis Favis. Uh, the layoffs were brought to attention when Rindo announced she was made redundant. Uh, the cuts were unforeseen and abrupt. I've been laid off. Uh, Fanbyte is the third games media outlet to have a layoffs this week. Future also made editorial layoffs despite high revenue. Projections and of course projections and Kotaku. Yep. Um. The, the here's the thing about all this, everybody, is I worked in games, print, media for a very long time. There is no money in this shit. No. None. None. Like there, there is, there is. Especially in print, especially in fucking print. Um, you want to talk about uh, like yeah, like you are a thousand times better off financially on just grabbing some influencer and doing it, doing a sponsored stream with them. Mm -hmm. It's cheaper for you. You don't have to have them on staff. And you're probably going to get a better response from your audience. Yep. Um, so, yeah, like, that's... Th- this is another big... Uh, uh, this is another... Uh, it, like, it's not surprising at all in any way. Uh, but it is... Yeah, it, it is, like, a bummer. It's always a bummer when people lose jobs. But just... Having websites like that, unless you're one of the two or three biggest, your GameSpots, your IGNs, it's just not viable anymore, my guy. Like, it just... Like, you you just, uh, you know... Because, like, I remember back in the day, like, gaming magazines and GameSpot and IGN were, like, the biggest thing in the world. Now... If you're the games, like you're just going on Twitch, or you're just going on, you're just going on YouTube. Like no, no one is, no one's being like, I want to review the game. I'm gonna go on IGN, uh, or fucking Fanbyte. Yeah, like or even they go to, to they like watch videos, or they go to Metacritic and look at like the aggregate, and then like that's it. That's yeah, that's all they do. Like even Giant Bomb with its like what like 35 years of fucking experience like 
had to do like staff adjustment. And the only way they're really staying alive is they're essentially running the YouTube playbook on their own website. Yeah. Yeah. Is is what they're doing. And and they have, like, outside of Dan Riker, they have completely new people. Like, it's, you know, and then all those people also run other jobs. Like, it's it's just a weird, unique thing. So, yeah. Uh... Oh, man. All right. Uh... So that's that. Other news. Hey, guess what? EVGA mm-hmm. is like fucking lord. We hate Nvidia so much. We're gonna cut off eighty percent of our business because fuck them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, what the uh, fuck? Like. Yeah. Uh. Dear lord. What were they smoking when they made this decision? Because this oh, is fucking ridiculous. The, okay. This is ridiculous, but I I'm conflicted because I agree it is fucking ridiculous, hundred percent. But on the other side of that ridiculous, I'm also sitting here fucking going like, video. I'm like fucking video for making yeah. a because like, the one thing I never knew about Nvidia is they did they the the partners don't know prices until the until the public knows, and I'm like wait then how are you supposed to produce like what how do you mm-hmm. how do you know if it's financially worth doing what yep. you know so Go no fun. like i found that out and so yeah evga is terminating their contract with nvidia they're gonna sell out their 3000 series and then they're done um you know he, he's been so uh han andrew han the uh, CEO of EVGA has been critical of how India, NVIDIA undercuts own partners with Founders Edition cards, which offer identical products at discount prices that partners are barred from matching. This has resulted from massive losses for EG, EVGA, stating that the 3080 and higher GPUs cost the company hundreds of dollars with each sale. Uh, claiming that EVGA has also established a pattern for producing more stock than it can sell, uh, leading to losses with new generation being prepared for launch. Um, so yeah, uh, they said they're not cutting staff, but GPU manufacturing is 80% of its business. They don't plan to move to AMD or Intel and fuck, you know, fun fact, I've never had VGA card. I have only had EVGA cards. Um, MSI, uh, Zotac. Uh, MSI, and uh, recently, um, Gigabyte. So yeah, it's just it. Uh, I always wanted the EVGA cards, but they're always never in stock, or always yeah. like always something stopped me from getting one, or the Zo- or like these the Zotac ones, they were just cheaper. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh fuck it, I'll get the Zotac one. Um. So yeah, uh, man, it's disappointing, but like at the same time, it's fucking video. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a pretty good mindset. Just eh, fucking video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, you know, like the fact that they don't even know price. Like the other, like the fa- yeah. the founders edition stuff. I don't necessarily mind because like they produce so few of them i've i've the only time i ever saw founder editions actually easy to get and available 
is when um is when the 2000 series was around and that's because no one fucking wanted them yeah Niner series, three thousand series, ten, uh, one thousand series. I never saw one because they sold out instantly. And they never made more. Yes. So yep. that that part, I'm less like, eh, whatever. Ah, <sighs> man. <sighs> Feels weird. What are they gonna do? Just make power supplies and accessories? They do motherboards. They do accessories. They do. Um... They, I've had an EVGA power supply. Uh, I wonder if like because now they're starting to sell capture cards too so I wonder if they're trying to enter that that space that Elgato and Corsair oh dude I would love for someone to fucking do better than Elgato yes oh my god like I've been wanting to buy a 4k capture card really bad like really bad it's just it like I don't like Elgato and I'm just sitting here and like well and Corsair is hot garbage and I, I'm surprised Aver Media didn't go out of business a long time ago. Yeah, I am very surprised Aver Media is still around. Yeah. Um, what was the name of my first capture card I had? I think it was Roxio. I think I have it in this drawer somewhere. Anyway, I have a I have a capture card that it was the first capture card we had over at the Gamer Access. Um, and yeah, that thing was. Ooh, that software was garbage. But uh, yeah. the but hey man, for us it was great because we were used to recording with like uh you know one second delay on everything because we were recording footage through a TV tuner. Uh huh. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Man, my first was... capture card was a Black Magic card, and those things are not user friendly whatsoever. Mm. Ugh how far we have come because like El- the elgato software is like com- comparatively it is incredible <laughs> yes um oh god i will always remember i think i i have to have it in this drawer somewhere i swear to god i do um my drawer of cables and medication um so anyway I'll have to find it for next podcast. We'll do some show and tell. Um, <laughs> nah, dude. I like, I, and the thing is, it was like a colossal pain in the ass to record before capture cards too, mm-hmm. because this was the setup for our Chrono Trigger Let's Play. We had the Wii with component cables hooked into this desktop PC with the TV tuner that Anthony had to bring over. Uh, and a spare monitor and everything. It's literally all on the floor right there. And then we had to pull my spare computer speakers out of the basement to get audio because the TV tuner wasn't transferring. Yep. It, like was, Yeah. And yep. then we had to record our voice separately with a laptop. Jeez. It was, dude, yeah, like, that capture card's... Oh, it helped, it helped us so much. It helped us so so much. The fact technology that has come a long way. Yeah, now it's just capture card laptop. You're good to go. Yeah. You know, um decent microphone. That's about it. Uh all right. So next up on the list is uh this uh, this one was a real bummer. Uh Resident Evil 4 is also getting put out on PS4. 
good for people who have a PS4. Emily, congratulations on your new one and being able to play Resident Evil 4. Uh, but uh, come on. Fuck this. <laughs> come on. Just, just, bro, like, I, I want to see what these consoles can fully do. Yes. I don't want them hamstrung by the previous generation. It, it's it's like we have we are so unbelievably close right like and we've gotten to see a few games that are only next gen only like mm-hmm, we, we got mm-hmm. to see like Ratchet and Clank like look at that look at that fucking game you know and mm-hmm. like every time you see one of those you're like oh we're in this oh my good. god that's this looks Gorgeous. incredible. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and then like, and then you're like, Miles oh, Morales. But that's on PS4 as well. But yes, like. But have you seen footage for PS5? That's yeah, dirty. yeah, but like, imagine how much better it could look if they just weren't. It was just like, PS5. Yeah, like if it was like, man, we don't have to worry about this running on a PS4. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's know? fair. Like just. Uh, uh, I still don't think I've had that. Um, so I, I call it my kill zone shadows fall moment. Oh. When I got a PS4. I put in kill zone and I was like, this is fucking next gen. Uh, I don't, I don't think I've had that yet with the PS5. For yet. me, it was, for me, it was Ratchet and Clank. Like Ratchet and Clank was the one that did it. Um, you know, like, but yeah, I definitely see what you mean. There's definitely a lot less of those. Yeah. Um, like just inherently, there's just way less, and they're way less impressive. Um, yeah. Oh man. Um, here's uh, yeah, here's hoping. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I. It's just so disappointing. I get why they're doing it, cause like, getting a PS5 is still fairly hard. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, unless you're, like, a PlayStation, um, unless you're like me, and for whatever reason, Sony's like, yeah, this dude drinks the Kool-Aid, and want to, like, I have had the opportunity to buy several PlayStations directly from Sony, and I have bought all of them, which is probably why they keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like, legit, like, I have... I have. I, that's how we got Rays. That's how we got uh, Ronnie's. Uh, then that's that's how we. Uh, there was one other person we got that for too. I bought. Funny enough, I bought mine off of you. Yep. <laughs> yep. <So, laughs> a lot of people. Look, man. I'm telling you right now. Keep your eyes on our Discord if you're in the Reno area. If you want a PS5, because we can definitely get you a PS5. So. Uh. All right. So next up. Uh, hopefully that this cross-gen bullshit stops eventually. I'm tired of it. I just want to see the new thing do as well as they can. Alright, hey, guess what? Deathloop coming to Xbox September 20th, Game Pass. Preloading is available now, and it comes with a new photo mode, accessibility options, and extends the ending. So, yeah. There you go. The, Enjoy Deathloop. It is an alright game. 
Yes. It is, it is definitely... <laughs> by, by definition, it is okay. The the It is the game I've enjoyed most from that studio. <laughs> yeah. So yep. I, Which I, doesn't I, say a whole lot. You know, some people really... Some people really fucking love Prey um, and Dishonored. Some people really do. Mm. I, I wasn't in the crowd. I thought both those games were fine. <laughs> like, I, I don't love them. Uh... I, I thought the first Dishonored in particular was pretty good, but right. even the, even then they just something about them didn't co- connect with me much. Right. Um. You know. But yeah, so there you go. Play Deathloop. A lot of people really liked it. Uh, I remember reviewing really well. Like Gamespot gave it a ten. Like I, I remember it being fairly popular. So, uh, here we are. All right, everybody, that's the news. We did it. We did it. Now, everybody, Emily, you play anything this week? Uh, I dipped my toes into Final Fantasy XV, speaking of earlier. Oh. (laughs) What do you think? What do you think? I'm... It's still a little early for me to give, like, my full opinion. But I understand why people are a little adamant about this and how it's not a true Final Fantasy game. Yeah. It's more RP, like, more your JRPG, Mm. but with Final Fantasy elements is how I would best describe it. I'm still having a good time, but that's all I have to say for now. So. All right. Um, I played a lot of both versions of World of Warcraft this week. Nice. Because of course you did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I. I am. Um, I'm sorry. I think I just heard an explosion outside of some kind. It's a good sign. Yeah. I just hear traffic in my neighborhood. I did not hear shit. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's an explosion or a truck backfiring or something, but we'll check that in a minute. Um, okay, then. Uh, anyway. Uh, to uh, be fair, there we have World had... Warcrafts. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I have literally the weapon and the shield away from full Brutal Gladiator. Nice. Jesus. Nice. Um, and then, other than that, uh, retail. Uh, I've just been messing around in Mythic a whole bunch. I finally started playing my warrior. He's semi caught up. And then that's that. And then we raided in Final Fantasy, and that's kind of been all the games I played this week. What about you, Jesse? What do you got for us? Well, I can't get this out of its holder, but uh, Groove Coaster. Which is another rhythm game um, where you you there's flicks and taps and stuff. I got the controller for it, so that was why I've been playing it. Um, it's a it's it's an alright rhythm game. I still like the the game with the buttons and the lasers a lot more. Uh, mm-hmm. Curse to Golf, which is a, a roguelike golfing game, which is weird. Uh, the course, like the the course, is is randomly generated, and it's like a dungeon. 
And so you're just trying to navigate your golf ball through the dungeon. Um, and there are bosses and stuff. I haven't gotten to a boss yet because the game, for whatever reason, is very hard to me. Um, but it's been a it's been a lot of fun. Oh, Final Fantasy oh. 14. We finished the. We we beat Barbaricia. Um, nice. We need one more one more uh, kill on her for everybody in our group to get their weapons, and then we can move on to savage content. Um, nice. And Skull, which is another roguelike. Um, and the mechanic in this one is that you can equip different skulls onto your body and they give you different powers uh, and different skills and stuff and it, it's a lot of fun. Um, Alright, right on. Uh, Alright, everybody. I dropped, uh, I did drop uh, Steel Rising because mm. that game got super repetitive super quickly. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm like three quarters of the way through it and like I think a lot of people have dropped it because you get you get achievements for killing story um story bosses. And I have one that's like one percent. Uh only one percent of the player base has completed that and I'm only like nine hours into the game, so I don't I don't think a lot of people are enjoying it. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. Uh alright everybody. Well um All right, well, uh, I think that's it. That's all we got. Good, efficient show this week. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. We love you all, uh, and we'll see you next week. Hopefully Aaron will be here and our visuals won't be all scuffed. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Thank you for listening to Super Gamecast 2. Hey, we stream every recording of these episodes live on Twitch. So if you want to join us, you can find us at twitch.tv slash supergamecraft. If you want to see the video version of this episode, be sure to search Super Gamecraft on YouTube to find our channel, where we post the full stream every week. We also stream video games on Twitch. I know, weird. A schedule can be found on our pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Finally, the best place to stay informed and in touch with us is on our Discord. To get there, head to our Twitch page and click the Discord link in our About section. Special thanks to that headband guy for his cover of Ken's theme from Street Fighter 2, and to Overclocked Remix for their collection of video game covers that we use for our streams, videos, and podcasts. That's all for us. We love you, thank you, and we'll catch you later. <laughs>